Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. begin today with a question. Is it possible for us, I mean, just average everyday believers to cultivate a greater degree of sensitivity to the Holy Spirit? Is it possible to learn how to better discern God's voice so, so that we can't easily be misled by the enemy or, or, or simply be mistaken? Have you ever wondered about what it means to hear God's voice when you pray? After all, prayer is not a letter that you mail to God's office. It's supposed to be a direct conversation with him. In today's message, Pastor Robert gives examples of Philip, who worked hard to cultivate his relationship with God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 8, as he begins his message, Sensitivity to God's Voice. I, I really, really was grateful for the... Um, the incredible outpouring of, of love. You know, I was thinking about it. I, I drove up, you know, once I got over COVID and felt like I was beyond that. The, um, and the doctor confirmed, you're no longer contagious. You don't have to be isolated. You don't, you don't have to do that. I, I drove up to North Georgia to have just a week to, you know, begin to recover. And, um, but I was just praying and thinking about what, what a blessing it was, and I mean this. I mean this sincerely. Um, it, getting getting COVID was such a blessing to me because um, th- there was an outpouring of outpouring of love, like you know, uh, unlike anything I've ever experienced from you know the the church family and and everything, and just. Um, I, there's no way that I can begin to express how how special that was and how God used that for me. Just the, uh, the you know the the notes of encouragement and and if I didn't personally respond, if I you know if you if you didn't get a reply from me, um, please forgive me. But I had probably hundreds of little messages, text messages, Facebook messages. I still have a few hundred emails, even though Erica worked through a bunch of them for me. But um, thank you for all the prayers and uh, the love and encouragement. One of the beautiful things about being under the weather for a few weeks is that I had a lot of time to meditate on Scripture. The, um, 
the, the passage that we're looking at today at the end of Acts chapter 8 is, is one that I began working on this, began working on this message before I got sick. So, you know, I was able to just kind of keep pondering and praying and considering and thinking about it. And, and because I, I think every believer, every follower of Jesus Christ sincerely wants to be led by the Holy Spirit. And, and one of the things that God brought to my mind is how in the past, I think maybe I've given the impression that I doubt that, you know, that, that I think that some believers are just, you know, so complacent that they don't really care whether they're led by the Spirit or not. And I, and I don't think that way. I, I, I think that there are a lot of churchgoers who are not yet born again and therefore don't really understand or aren't really concerned with that personal interaction with God and, and active leading of the Holy Spirit. But I, I do think every believer, every follower of Christ wants to be led by the Spirit. And I, re, I remember Pastor Chuck, you know, even he was definitely in his late 70s. Um, and he, he kind of chuckled as he made the comment. It's like, guys, we all struggle with this. And it was so encouraging to hear that from one of my personal heroes in the, in the faith, you know, a man whose character and humility I, I came to really appreciate, you know, that just acknowledging that, man, most of us struggle with, with this thing of hearing God's voice and being led by God's Spirit. So I want to begin today with a question. Is it possible for us, I mean, just average everyday believers, to cultivate a greater degree of sensitivity to the Holy Spirit? Is it possible to learn how to better discern God's voice so, so that we can't easily be misled by the enemy or, or, or simply be mistaken um, about w- what we think we should do. And, and I, I think in, in this um, section in the book of Acts, in chapter 8, we're, we're going to you know, have an opportunity to, to think about that and, and come to some conclusions. Philip... Um, in this passage, you know, he was one of the seven deacons who had been appointed earlier to serve in the food ministry in Jerusalem. He, he fled the persecution that broke out, and, and he traveled over to Samaria. And there's some debate because there's actually no, and there was no city named Samaria. The primary city was Shechem, and there was another one that had a different name, and we don't really know, and who cares? I don't really, uh, it doesn't really matter to me, right? Was it Miami or Fort Lauderdale? Doesn't, it doesn't matter. What we know from the Bible is that there was such a powerful move of the Holy Spirit, so many people turning to faith in Jesus Christ, that the apostles heard about it back in Jerusalem and sent Peter and John to do some follow-up. And then something unexpected happened. In the middle of that huge spiritual awakening in Samaria, the main person who was being so powerfully used by God was instructed to leave. In Acts 8, 26 through 40, the Bible tells us, Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning. 
And sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you're reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. The place in the scripture which he had read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask of you, of whom does the prophet say this? Of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at the scripture preached Jesus to him. Now, as they went down the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? And I, I love this, by the way. There was, it's like Philip didn't tell him, well, listen, we got some, you probably need to come back to Jerusalem and do a couple of classes. We need to make sure you really, he just, he, Philip didn't say that. Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. I mean, that's one of the reasons we take the position that we do here at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Listen, if you, believe, if you put your faith in Jesus, we'll baptize you. Whether or not you're sincere, I can't know that anyway, no matter how many classes, it's between you and him, you know. If you want to be baptized, we'll baptize you. Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, I'll put your head under the water. No problem. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ, Jesus the Messiah, is the Son of God. That was his profession of faith. And that's important. We're going to come back to it. So he commanded the chariot to stand still, and both Philip and the unit went down into the water, and he baptized him. Now, when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. By the way, that's the same wording that's used in the Bible in Thessalonians later to, uh, concerning the rapture. Harpazo, it's the same. He was suddenly and, and, and kind of violently snatched away so that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus. And passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. And as we'll see later, Philip ended up settling wife, kids, the whole nine yards in Caesarea. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305 531 2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.